Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now morning. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. SEC football scheduling. This thing's getting heated up. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We are brought to you by Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and that is award, award-winning, dancingrabbitgolf.com. And the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, a great place to watch hoops. Including tonight's game, Kentucky at Mississippi State, 7.30 tip at the Hump, Humphrey Coliseum, where you can now buy beer, Blake Mania. I don't know if you knew that. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and the thezone1059.com. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Twitter, Twitter, at Bow Bounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. 885-3776. Uh, Lovebird, how was uh, huh. 
I mean, is is Cupid in the air? What's what's happening? Do we have? Uh, is the heart a fluttering? Is that a maybe? That is a saying. I don't know. I'm good, Bo Bounce. Yeah, I'm good, Bo Bounce. As the Fred Smoot would like you know to say, Smoot was whining and dining Dude, somebody last between night. Super Bowl Sunday and Valentine's on Tuesday. You know, Fred Smoot's been on a three day binger. Yeah, what was at, on the menu last night? Man, we did some uh, filet mignon. Oh, little filet. Well done. Butterfly. Oh, yeah, butterfly. Well done. A one sauce wrapped in shoe leather. Oh yeah. yeah, baked in cheese. No, love it. No, man, of course not. You know how I do. Okay, cast iron, good hard sear. But soften it up because it's a fillet. So and you didn't go steak and I ale. can't. I can't treat her like the ribeye. I got to be a little more gentle with the fillet. Okay. So uh, we 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 did it right. Medium rare, medium rare plus in that range and uh, cast and, iron. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. And then uh, did some baked potatoes and some uh, some French beans and a little garlic bread. And I made my compound butter, which was a hit. Obviously. Oh, you made the compound butter. Yeah, of butter. course, dude. Well, you can't. You can't short. You can't short the uh, effort here. Okay, you got to bring the heat. So I brought the heat. Did a little chocolate dipped strawberries to end. Drank a bottle of Dakota Shy wine, which was fantastic. So that's awesome. Little, I, I little opened tin. one last week, the Cabernet yeah. Franc 2019. Yeah, I had a, a, a ten, the the tin, which was really good. And uh, that stuff's yeah. balling. Oh, it was fantastic. So all in all, I'd say uh, I'll I'll steal one from uh, baseball season. It was it was a grand slam. It was, it was a it was, grand slam. It, it was a walk off home run. We did it. We did it right. So okay, yeah, it was good. We had a good time. Good. It, it could. Could I argue that your house has never been cleaner? Yeah, there's there's an argument to be said about that. Yeah, one when you host, two when you start trending towards having a significant well, other. Back to back days, two or yeah. not, but two and three, yeah. So, so between Super Bowl oh, Sunday and, and Valentine's Day, I made that joke. I was like, yeah, my house. This is about as clean as it's ever been. Okay, so I just got stuff all over me. Well, stop messing with it. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But anyway, it was a good time. What did you yeah. and Wendy have a good time? Yeah, 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 yeah. We cooked salmon. Oh, and uh, she made an amazing salad. Uh, yeah, we opened a bottle of wine. That's nothing new. And I didn't. I didn't go to Dakota Shy. Uh, I went Spanish Red. That's fine. Tempranillo. And uh, can't all be on my level. I did uh, smoke a cigar early in the at well, like four. Yeah. I got home at four, and. I immediately uh, smoked a cigar and kind of, okay, yeah. So it well, was good. Go. It was a nice day to do that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it, it worked out well. I think it's supposed to rain today, which is it unfortunate. last night slash, I guess, this morning, sometime Did it? early. My ground was wet outside when I took my dog out this okay. morning. So not like dew wet, but like rain wet. Oh, yeah, so. I see it's coming in. It's hit yeah. and miss, though. Yeah, so. But yeah, I, I'm glad. Hope everybody else out there in in Radio Land had a good Valentine's. All Day. the lovers. I know it's also. Yeah. I feel like we should play Air Supply now that you're uh, getting into um, a relationship. Oh yeah, and it's uh, still a strong word. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, let me think of another word. Man, we're just, we're just friends. We're just hanging out. Okay. We're dating, I think is the right the way. Yeah, it is. the 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 friends with benefits thing. Oh, has, it's not that. See, that's a, that's like a that that's been that has uh, a negative connotation. Over, no, it doesn't. It, yes, it's just it does. been over uh, used. Yeah, it also so it, try, also it also signifies like a lack of emotional connection in that department. 
which is not the oh oh fringe with I benefits is like fringe with benefits is like you've categorized that person as not dateable, but you're interested in getting the dateable side effects that are of that nature okay. without dating. So I feel like that's a that's a department we're not trying to go down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's more like what you do in college. I feel like. Did you see that we had a listener? I missed it. Uh, because I can't keep up with all the texts. I, I like them. They're great for the show. Um, we can bounce different things off of our listeners that may not be texting. Um, and it sometimes it extends a topic for us. Um, or we just make fun of somebody. Or they make fun of us. But did you see the texter from Atlanta that listens to the show? He had reached out in November and said, uh, Bo, listener in Atlanta... I have the best start to the week. Started a new job two weeks ago. Woke up with an email update. The partner in charge of sales is taking me to Canoe. There you go. You canoe was one of the best meals I had in 2022. Yeah, you can get some kangaroo. Yeah, hop or on, rabbit. Hop on down to both. Canoe. Yeah. I usually don't do that, but I just went crazy that night. Um, they may have new exotic meats by the time you get there again. That's That's a good point. <laughs> Um, and then he went on to say, I'm so glad I had my cruise control on when Mike Detillier mentioned Baker Mayfield. Sweet baby Jesus. Um, Whoa, now. Hold on. What? You're not, he's not excited about Bake? Well, you and I had this discussion earlier. Um, and who would you rather have if you're Houdat Nation? If you miss out on Derek Carr? Gardner Minshew? Or Baker Mayfield, dude. Baker Mayfield's where it's at. I'm I'm hoping Baker gets to the Saints as a real deal. That's because you hate the Saints. You're gonna you get don't, you don't like the you'll Saints. get a Baker jersey, and, and you also love you love stirring the pot with Houdat fans in our that listen to the show. What's more entertaining than Baker Mayfield leading your your franchise? What? I mean that's that's gonna be entertaining. Carson Wentz. That's gonna. Be, well, see, you know the Sorry, outcome. Sorry, did I just say that? See, I think Baker can still play a little bit. Baker or Gardner mentioned, we know who the local, I mean, we know where we are. Yeah. Everyone here is going to say Gardner mentioned 100%. I get that. I wonder what New Orleans Saints fans would say, right? That yeah. Area, that don't have a tie to Gardner Minshew. Because um, Baker's the, the name, The typical right? fan is going to go with the name that they know. Yep. The first and rounder. They're going to go with Baker. Former first pick. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Went to Oklahoma. So, a typical fan that, you know, has a beverage today in the warehouse district or uptown by Tulane, you know, that's yeah. kind of in a a Bobby A. Bear clone. Oh. It yeah. is going to go Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I, I do because agree. Because the with, elevator only gets to like, you know, the second floor. <laughs> I think, uh, I think that Baker would obviously be interesting Gardner would be the better locker room guy 100% I think Gardner's the better pick I know I'm biased but I think there's if if production on the field is darn near even then I go Gardner because of his off field intangibles yeah no I'm with you and that means something in the NFL it means something in every facet of life yeah yeah absolutely no I'm with you I think I think Gardner to the Saints would be interesting Will Philadelphia let him go or just pay him more to stay behind? Hey, did you know that uh, Mississippi State plays Kentucky tonight? Oh, must-win game, right? In basketball. A listener just told us that. Biggest game of the century. 
on the text line. Biggest game of the century. Yeah. <laughs> Duke said he uh, tried to hit a home run, but he got thrown out trying to get home. Oh, man. That's unfortunate. Big Board coming up next, powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's on the big board? MSU's a three-point favorite over Kentucky tonight. Humphrey Coliseum, 7.30 tip. And as you know and I know, uh, there's a lot on the line now that they went on their big winning streak. And Kentucky's coming off two losses. Not ideal. But uh, Kentucky's still loaded as you go up and down their roster, but has it played as well as some of the other Calipari teams? We'll have Scott Padgett stop by. He's a Chris Jans assistant. Played at Kentucky. Eight-year NBA vet. So he'll be going against his alma mater in Shibwe and Reeves and Wallace tonight as Big Blue Nation comes into Humphrey Coliseum. Oh, man. They're 16-9. and Which is terrible for Kentucky standards. Right. But not that bad. No. No, but they're they're 16-9, and 7-5 in the SEC. And Mississippi State is a three-point favorite on the Caesars Sportsbook. Currently, Kentucky not projected in Joe Lenardi's field of 64. Hard to remember the last time. Uh, Cal missed it within the last five years, I yeah. think, too. 
It's no bueno. Yeah, they, it's been a little, a little bit of. I mean, he's had a lot of success, but it's it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, I mean, he gets beat up because people don't like him, and because they're Kentucky. So, um, and he's very vocal, right? Yeah. Flamboyant. Whereas, like Bill Self, is not. Even though he's at a Blue Blood, Kansas. Yeah. And and so people enjoy disliking Calipari. He's the Jimbo Fisher of college basketball. Isn't that weird how humans' brains work. N- I mean, we're all selfish. So. Yeah, I mean, in sports, we we don't we pick people we don't like and we don't know anything about them. Yeah, that's just how it works. Yeah. It's good and evil. Yeah. It's just a simpler way. Well, to do we things. go back to our cartoon time. Yeah, it's easier. In our life, it's an easier way to do it. Yeah. The nuance of having to understand that someone I like may have good or bad parts to them, or someone I hate may have good or bad parts to them, is a, it's a conversation I don't want to have with myself. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. But Cal Perry's the he. I I always like this. He's under he's underachieved at Kentucky. Okay. Win or lose tonight, which as Three Humps Campbell said, and I love this. This is such a Mississippi. State or Ole Miss fan perspective. Hope State wins. I'm doubling down on Kentucky and gambling. Like, <laughs> like that's if that's not a State or Ole Miss fan to a T right there. No like, doubt. Hope we win, but I'm doubling down on the other team. Could Kentucky win? Sure. Is it setting up, unfortunately, for Mississippi State to maybe not get the win? Now you're favorited. You've won five straight. Kentucky's lost two in a row. It just that's too many things going the cat's way, in my opinion. But. Win or lose, Cal Perry won national title and, it, it does and some of the losses. Like, he's under he's underachieved. It does feel like too many things going Kentucky's Correct. way. Correct with the two losses and the momentum to state now state favored by three. Like state's better as the underdog with Chris Jans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're they're more of that this year. Who that the, when they ripped off these five wins, they were left for dead, and then they ripped off five wins. Yeah, they were one and seven in conference play. Exactly. And so now they're five and seven, and they beat TCU in that five-game winning streak. Let me ask you this question: Do yeah. you do you enjoy going to the dentist? No. Okay. How do you like the nickname "the dentist" for Chris Jans? That's from John Rothstein. I think it's fantastic. College basketball analyst. Yeah, he says he calls him the dentist because playing Chris Jans, whether he's at New Mexico State, obviously where he's kind of made his name, or now at Mississippi State. Uh, going to Jans is like 40 minutes of being in the dentist chair. And John asks, when he faces Kentucky tonight, will he use Novocaine? Is he going to put him to sleep? Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Dr. Kirk Jeffries, eye care professionals. If you need cataract surgery, eye care professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. That's the team to go with. Eye care professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. Hey, I've got something right here, eight things an average American does, and I want to throw one of them out to you. The average American eats 46 slices of pizza a year. Are you... uh, All right. That's only about four slices a month. That's interesting. How many slices do you eat in a sitting would be my first question. Okay. So, that is a good question. And, And it depends on, like, if you're... Sal and Mookie's pizza is filling. I mean, if you're getting a... It's a big slice. It, it's a big slice of New York-style pizza. You can yeah. get other styles that aren't yeah. like that. Uh, although delicious. I can only eat one of those, for example. 
Um, I mean, if you get a thin crust, I don't do this, but if you get a thin crust from Domino's, it's not. Well, they also cut them into squares, absolutely. which means it's a different, it's a totally different amount of pizza. So 75%, so the average American eats 46 slices of pizza a year. But 75% said they eat less pizza than that. Do you think you're over or under 46 slices a year? So I'm like you. I, I, the most I usually eat is like two slices at a time. Okay. If I go somewhere for dinner. Usually lunch is like one slice. So do I eat pizza 25 times in a year? That would be two times a month. I'm going to say no. I don't okay. eat 46 slices You and of pizza. I probably hit Sal and Mookie's over here in Madison Six times a year? For lunch? Yeah. Yeah. And we smash a slice of and pizza I, and a Caesar. I have... But a, sometimes we go wings. There's a pizza place out by my house that I like. Angelo's? Yes. Okay. They, it's something with the water and the bread. I don't even know. The crust is like... It's like God laid a pillow down and made this crust, and then he just lets us eat it. It's that I, good. I do... Now, Wendy and I probably go to Bravo brunch six times a year. I do a breakfast. So that's 12. We usually do breakfast pizza. Because you only eat one slice, right? Right. Like breakfast, yeah. So that's 12 slices My appetizer you. is uh, Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary. I don't think I Oak eat Rolf's. enough pizza. Now, I know pe- people who eat a lot of pizza. I also think that that number is going uh, to have to... 46 slices a year. You're going to have to tell me what age range are you surveying. Because if you, uh, if you had surveyed me between the ages of, like... 13 and 23. Oh, good Lord. It's over. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like 20, in a weekend. 25 to 31. Or two weekends. Like not quite the same. That's a great point. You know? Like when all you did was order Domino's, Pizza Hut, or Papa John's in college. You know what was crazy? And then a lot of it was left in the fridge. Because when you had no money, I mean, you would leave pizza in the fridge and you just go through the next day and grab a Well, slice. I was going to say, so I do that too. When I come home from Salamuki's or Angelo's, I, I almost always bring pizza home. Okay, if I ha- you're a big to-goer. Well, but I don't eat or what, I, it. Uh, take food to go. The problem is, I don't, to be clear, I'm not ordering an extra food. I just don't ever eat it all. Like, I don't eat yeah. near what I used to eat. So, okay. I'm not going to waste it. Like, all right. I can't do that. Right. So, I'll take it home. And so, yeah. To I'll, me, that's a hassle. No, well, okay. because you can afford to do that. Some of us have to eat what we have. Whatever. Yeah. So There's I have no to take, money in sports market. I have to take my pizza home. And so that is true. If I eat the pizza that day for one or two slices, if I take three home, I'm eating all three. Right? Yeah. So that does yeah, 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 that yeah. does end up adding up. I don't I may be closer to forty six than I think. But I think I, I think I may be because Although you have a human vacuum at home. I do. So you probably don't eat near the... That's part of it. You don't I eat I do. Near. And now that I... One, one kid's at college, there's even less in my fridge. And I can see where this is trending once Wilkes You'll leaves. be a stick figure. Yeah. You'll waste away. Yeah. That wind we had yesterday... We'll have like just... almonds and lettuce oh and... Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know what else. Sauce on the side, baby. Sauce on the side. That's what you'll have. Uh... uh Speaking of, let's go uh, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. Open for breakfast in Madison. Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit. I need that hash brown bowl or something. Yeah. It's very good. All right. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Out of Bounds is brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs, Superior. It's also presented by Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries if you need cataract surgery. Eye Care Professionals. Scott Padgett. Played at Kentucky, eight-year NBA vet. He's on Jans' staff. He joins us coming up next. 
Swoochie Boochie, good morning to you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bounds Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Uh, good morning, The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live for you on the Out of Bounds radio app, and you can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. show is brought to you by the amazing wings and street tacos at Two Brothers Smoked Meats, Stark Vegas, Mississippi. Also, Maroon & Co. That's where you want to go to gear up for uh, basketball and baseball season. Maroon & Co. It's behind Chick-fil-A in Starville. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And we welcome in Scott Padgett. Uh, Chris Jans' staff, they're on a five-game winning streak. Five-game winning streak. Huge win at Arkansas. And Scott played at Kentucky, eight-year NBA vet. And he joins us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Good morning, Scott Padgett. How you doing? Doing good. How you guys doing? We're doing well. We wanted to know if you had thought about getting uh, Chris Jan's dance lessons. <laughs> no, he's, doing, he's doing all right on his own. <laughs> I think the guys like it better that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that I, I know y'all were having a lot of fun. In, you, know, you know how hard it is to win in Bud Walton Arena. You were a player under Patino and Tubby. And when Nolan had it rolling, good grief. And and it's still a bit, Musselman's done an amazing job. Um, how much fun was that locker room celebration after winning Saturday night? You know, it was just great because you know how hard the guys have worked to get where we are now. And, you know, like that, it is what it is. It, it was a quad one game. It's on a road, probably one of the, if not the most hostile, one of the most hostile environments in the SEC. So to go in there, and and play really really well and still have to like fight off a run while the crowd's like going nuts and everything and and, and how our guys handled that uh it uh, it was exciting just for them to be able to to come through big in that moment yeah talk a little bit about that y'all y'all had control uh throughout the game which is big on the road in in that kind of spot and you knew they were going to make a run, and they did. I can't remember. They closed it to five a couple of times. They may have even closed it to four. But talk about uh, the players handling that environment. And even though there were a couple of turnovers, y'all also turned Arkansas over late in the game. But the guys having just enough metal and moxie to get out of there, Scott. Well, I think the first thing was that we did a really good job of building a lead, <laughs> you know, like you need those kind of things on the road. Uh, you know, whether, you know, anybody would ever bet it, the calls are going to be closer on the road for, for the, for the home team, sure. you know, the home, team, I mean, 
it's just a natural tendency human behavior is that, you know, referees don't want to get yelled and screamed at, you know. So, like, you got to build up for those calls. you got to build up for the run when the crowd goes nuts, uh, you know. So, like, we did a good job of getting that lead. And then I thought we made uh, – down the stretch we made some plays where, like, if you're playing scared, you don't make them, you know. Uh, Cam Matthews play where he drives the ball hard to the basket and he misses the shot that gets his own rebound, puts it back up. That's an aggressive play. A tentative team is out there trying to dribble, you know, dribble the ball around and, and now you're leaving it up to free throws and stuff at the end, which we did a good job making free throws down the stretch. But uh, that play, the play where Shaq pull, looks like he's pulling it out, he brings it back in and we get the dunk from Tolu. Like uh, it's it's making smart plays and being aggressive while still uh, you know, like I say, playing smart throughout the ending. And, and you know, it wasn't perfect by any means, uh, but we made enough plays down the stretch and we made, the, you know, those last six free throws, four by Cam and two by uh, by Rams that, that helped put it away. Yeah, Cam Matthews is, is for Jans and, and y'all, he's your kind of your Swiss Army knife. Describe what you see from him and maybe what else he can do the the next month or so of the season? Well, I think, you know, defensively he can guard anybody on the floor no matter who we're playing. Uh, you know, he's he's strong, physical, athletic, quick laterally, uh, and he's got a mindset of wanting to do it. Uh, so he, he can guard anybody. Offensively, like, it, it's funny. The only thing that he doesn't, I feel like, do really, really well on the offensive end is he's got to, you know, continue to work on his jump shot. But he handles the ball well. He actually gets in the lane a lot, jump stops, and finds open people. Uh, he obviously, when he gets downhill with some momentum, it's uh, you, you might want to look out because he can go above the rim and, and finish. So, like, he's kind of one of those, like, uh, at this point, you know, the, the saying jack of all trades, not necessarily the master of any of them, but. Uh, jack of all trades can do a little bit of everything out there and you know we even had games earlier this year when 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 we had two point guards out of the lineup we were playing you know cam at some point guard uh so he, he gives you a lot of luxuries and you know he's a he's a leader on, on and off the court for our guys uh and just has a winning mindset doesn't care about scoring just cares about winning making winning plays Scott Padgett, eight years in the NBA, played for Patino and Tubby at Kentucky, now with Chris Jans. They're on a five-game winning streak, and they host uh, Scott's alma mater tomorrow night in a big game, uh, 7.30 at the hump, and it will be packed, probably their best crowd of the year. There's a little hoops magic in Starkville right now as they're on Joe Lenardi's bubble, uh, last four in, and they've got some really, really good wins and some opportunities down the stretch. Uh, what you and Coach Jans got hooked up here in the last year, um, you've been under amazing coaches, including Patino and Jerry Sloan. I mean, Hall of Famers. Uh, what is it about Jans that impresses you the most, Scott? Well, like, I think when you're in this business, uh, it, it's all about like, relationships, and, and, and you want to you know, put yourself in position to have relationships with great, uh, great people, great coaches, and, you know, like I've been a head coach before and I felt like I was always a, a, a pretty good, pretty good. I did a pretty good job on the offensive end of the floor. And um, I'll be honest with you, one of the big reasons why I wanted to be involved here was learn from Jans and his defensive mentality and, and what he, you know, does going into it. And for me, from a 
from that standpoint, it's just been phenomenal. I've learned so much. I mean, I remember it was funny. I walked in and I'm like two days into practice and, and, you know, like we play a style that's different than almost everybody. There's, there's seven or eight teams that play similar, but uh, in the country, but there's nobody I think that plays exactly like us. And two days in, I'm like, I was a pressing guy and kind of what we do in the half court is like pressing in the half court, you know, you're forcing people to, to traps and things like that and, and rotate. And I'm like, why, why, why did I never think of this? You know, like, you know, like this is genius. Like, why did I ever think of this? Because pressing, you got to cover 94 feet in the half court. You know, you got to cover half that, you know, and, and with the athletes and stuff that we have, uh, it's been very successful for seventh in the country and, turnover percentage on, on that end of the floor. And, and, you know, for, for a guy who used to like to try to turn people over in the full court, it makes just so much more sense uh, to what we do. And so I've learned a lot from him. Uh, you know, I, I think it's one of those things, uh, having been a head coach, I think we bounce things off of each other. And, and, you know, he, 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 as a head coach, it's your job to take ideas and run with them or say, mm, maybe not right now, but maybe later, or sure. no, I don't like that. So, so my job is just keep trying to bounce ideas off of them. And uh, it's his job to make the final call. And I think he's, you know, he's done a really good job of that. I think one of the most impressive things that I've seen from him is keeping this team uh, moving forward when we were struggling. Right. You know, we could to get to this five game, you know, uh, uh, winning streak, we had to fight through a eight out of nine, you know, mm. uh, the bad way. So, uh, a lot of teams collapsed during that, and he kept this team fighting and motivated, and that's a testament to him, and it's a testament to them as well as far as the players. But uh, just uh, been a great, great experience for me. He is Scott Padgett, played at Kentucky, eight-year NBA vet um, on Chris Jans' staff. They've got a five-game winning streak, and they host Kentucky tomorrow night. Uh, so. Scott, who are you more surprised with that's kind of turned the corner? Y'all needed some help on the perimeter. Davis, Shaq Moore, are you more surprised with one of their play, especially on the offensive end? Um, I don't know if I'm surprised by it, but, like, obviously Shaq during this run has made a a big jump for our team. You know, he started starting the Alabama game, and I think offensively – our tempo's been, uh, you know, a little bit better. We've been a little more aggressive attacking the lanes where we've got two guards that can get in that lane uh, uh, and really three when you throw DJ in there. Uh, but, like, they've been able to make plays for themselves uh, and others, and I think they've just complemented each other really well. And Shaq shot the ball uh, pretty well during this run, you know. So, like, that now we've got Shaq and, and Rams who are, who are able to make shots out there, and it opens up the floor for, for the inside, opens up the floor more for Tolu and, and, and Will when they're in uh, in the paint. Other than them being insanely talented, like they always are, as you know, being an, a Kentucky alum and a national champion there, what is your number one concern with the Wildcats coming in? I think I have a 1A and 1B, you know, transition defense and then us rebounding the ball. Uh, those are big-time strengths for theirs. Uh, you know, when they when they guard and make you miss, they want to get out and run and score early. Uh, and they have the ability to score at the rim or from the three-point line in transition. Uh, you know, so so that's always tough is when, you know, the, you know, you play some teams and they're all running to the three-point line. And so you know that and you, you kind of – 
you know, get to that area and other teams are all attacking the basket, well, they can do both. So that's a tough uh, order in transition. And then obviously they got one of the top rebounders uh, probably in the last 10 years of, of college basketball on their team who averages almost six offensive rebounds by himself. But then, you know, you've got Toppin and, uh, uh, you know, a couple of those other guys who get in there and, and, and get on the board. So we got to, you know, we got to eliminate their second chance points. We got to eliminate their transition points and make, you know, make it a half court uh, fight. Uh, and if that's the case, you know, that I, I like our chance. Scott Padgett, assistant coach under Chris Jans. Eight-year NBA vet, played at Kentucky. He's joining us on Out of Bounds 105.9 The Zone ESPN. All right, I got to switch gears with you um, and talk a little Rick Pitino for a second. In 1987, I went to the Final Four in New Orleans. Providence was in that Final Four. Syracuse, UNLV, Indiana. Um, I'd already caught the the college hoops bug. Um, And Billy D was his guard. And they probably had no business there, but that's just how good Patino was. Um, when was the first? Were you starstruck the first time you met Rick Patino when he was recruiting you, Scott? I met him uh, when I was in eighth grade. Um, I worked as an usher at Churchill Downs during Derby Week, and uh, on Oaks Day, I sat him in his Millionaire's Row seat. I actually, you know, like. I'd be at the top of the steps and you, whoever comes up the step, the escalator or whatever, you walk into their seat. And uh, when I was in eighth grade, I told him I was going to play for him. Um, at the time I was probably five eleven. you know, eighth <laughs> grader. He, he wasn't, he wasn't thinking much about it, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, the next time that I talked to him in person was on in my in-home visit. And I told him about that day. Of course, you know, he didn't remember it, but, you know, but, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I mean, like when I was growing up, I was a huge Kentucky fan. I, uh, I modeled my game in high school after, uh, and I wasn't anywhere near as good as him, but like after Jamal Mashburn, because oh, he, he was a foreman, played for Kentucky. I was going to be a foreman probably going in college and I wanted to play for them. So like I had my coach play, you know, you know, you had the press with the man on the ball and, you know, and I, I had my coach put in the press so I could be on the ball and, and press like them. And I, you know, I got the rebound. I dribbled to the length of the court. I made passes. I shot threes. Uh, I, I tried to do everything I could to be, <laughs> to play at, you know, at the university of Kentucky, because like he was at the time, Patino was, you know, like Michael Jordan was my favorite player. My next, favorite person in sports was Rick Pino. Sure. Uh, and to be honest with you, and I mean, he, he doesn't even know that, but like I knew in high school, I wanted to be a coach because I wanted to be like him, you know, like I, thought, I just thought he was cool, <laughs> you know, like he's this, you know, well-dressed, you know, obviously genius on the court coaching. And, and that's what I wanted to do. And I tell everybody I was lucky enough. I got derailed by the NBA, kept me from getting into coaching sooner. Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, he was – I was definitely – I was starstruck in, in every way you could think of. Uh, even in my recruitment, like, I, I, I talked to him twice before I committed. Like, that's, it was the easiest recruitment. Wow. All right, I got to ask you this. Scott Padgett on the Out of Bounds show, MSU Hoops, uh, played at Kentucky under Patino and Tubby. What, uh, 
did you, was it you were a McDonald's All American out of Louisville, Kentucky? So obviously you were really good. Was there any doubt you were getting that offer, or did you know that, Scott? No, I mean to be honest with you, my recruitment was three weeks long. Uh, it didn't. They didn't start recruiting me until June, going into my senior year. By that time, I'd had, you know, a, a really good list of schools: Kansas, Florida State, Florida. Uh, Notre Dame, Purdue, you know, I mean, a, a long, long list of schools. And uh, um, the call hadn't came yet. And so uh, it wasn't always guaranteed, you know, not by any means. What was it? I want to fast forward here if you just got a couple more minutes. Uh, if you got to go, let us know. I know you are having meeting all the time and watching film and so on. Um, Jer- what was it? Jerry Sloan, Hall of Famer, unbelievable coach, underrated. Only thing he didn't do was win a title, but he was amazing with the Jazz and his uh, reputation in the X's and O's uh, arena is second to none. What was it like to play for Jerry Sloan? Uh, Jerry was like old school as old school gets, like hard nose, didn't take anything from anybody, referees, other players on other teams, his own players, whatever, like uh, – I mean, if, if you would have told me that Jerry Sloan got in a fight with anybody that he came across to in the NBA, it wouldn't have surprised me. Like, he was he was just old school. And that's how he was as a player, old school scrapper. You know, he's a 6'4 guy guarding Will Chamberlain, you know. like uh, So uh, that's how his teams were. Like, they fought and scrapped. And uh, and then you had two of the – or, the you know, one of the best combos of all, all time in Stockton Malone. And, and I think what – was awesome about that situation is just got to learn from so many great people. Like I remember my first two years, I didn't play that much and just sitting over there, I was a better player just from sitting over there watching Stockton Malone and listening to what Jerry Sloan said. And so that my third year, when I got my opportunity, I, I, I was so much better than I was when I was a rookie. Right. And, and I really didn't get it from the playing time. I got it from really listening and watching. Uh, but you know, there's so much I've learned about footwork in the post and everything from watching Carl. I mean, he's a guy that really had one move, uh, but dominated low post basketball because of his footwork. And then Stockton, best vision ever. You know, just could see everything. Incredible. And, you know, six one, not overly fast, not couldn't jump, uh, but could see. You know, literally behind his head. Um, it was phenomenal. To get to play with those two. Last one, you. Jordan was gone. I know he came back to the Wizards. You caught Kobe. LeBron doesn't come in until 03. Duncan's in his prime. There's some other people I'm missing. Best player you ever played against in the NBA? That I actually guarded? No, no, just that you, you, that was on the court. I'll be honest with you, like, uh, it's his, his prime years got cut down because of injury, but like, uh, Tracy McGrady was as talented as anybody I've, I've ever, and I got to play it with and against him. Nice. Uh, but, like, you know, imagine, you know, he's a little bit shorter, but imagine Durant, but faster, you know, jump a little higher, you know, like just he had all of it. And he was, you know, he was like when I played with him, he was getting seven and a half assists along with the 30. Wow. You know, like when he, when he, came to Houston, 
it became less about ISO because he had always ISOed and got 30 a game in Orlando and more about like playing within a team system because we had Yao Ming too. So, uh, became more and more, just more and more efficient, you know, shot a higher percentage, uh, took, took better shots when he got doubled, found the open man. I was a big time recipient of him, you know, cause of course my man's going to leave me to help on Trace McGrady. I mean, like what's the option? Scott Paget, Trace McGrady, you're going to leave Scott Paget. <laughs> uh, so I got, I, I had my two of my better years playing alongside of him. Uh, but to also guard, like I remember in the playoffs, we put him on Dirk Nowitzki, who you know, who's six eleven, and and he and he actually played him really, really well. Uh, so like, I think he could have been in the conversation for you know one of those top ten all time had he not had his back injuries and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, when he, after a couple of years in Houston, but uh, but the guy I actually you know I, I can't say not not Kobe though. I mean like Tracy's up there, but Kobe was just another level when it came to work ethic uh demeanor i mean he was a killer he was just a killer like he he, he wanted to dominate you uh, every day whether it was in practice in the weight room conditioning shooting game uh the closest to michael probably you know ever been that was fun scott Paget, uh hell state basketball uh, part of Jans' staff, a big piece of the puzzle. They're on a roll, five-game winning streak. He played at Kentucky, eight-year NBA bet, bet, and they host Kentucky tomorrow night at 7.30. They're on Joe Lenardi's last four ends, so they're in the hunt for an NCAA tournament bid. Scott, thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate it. All right, thanks a lot. We're at White Hell State. There you go. Humphrey Coliseum tomorrow night will be packed as they host Calipari and the Cats. And uh, Kentucky's coming off back-to-back losses. So we'll see. What Kentucky will we get? And can Mississippi State keep the magic going after five straight wins? One non-conference against TCU. Four conference wins, Blake. And it's pretty impressive. heck of an opportunity for, for, for Jans and, and his team. Um, Tolu, Cam Matthews, Deshaun Davis, Shaq Moore, all of them. DJ, I think you need DJ to, uh, to take those open looks tomorrow. Um, thought he was a little passive Saturday night, but he's obviously playing some good basketball. He was coming off a hell of a offensive, um, performance the game before five of six from three point land. So how for me, by the way, that was cool. Yeah, oh, you, absolutely. You, you weren't as into it because you were younger. Uh, when Rick Pitino yeah. uh, joined the SEC for me, um, and because I love basketball, and I know 95% of this show is football, um, I had already, again, watched him in the Final Four. And Mashburn, who Paget yeah. referenced, was one of my Small favorite Mashburn, players yeah. of all time in the SEC. Charles Barkley is my favorite. But I loved Mashburn. Got to see him play live. Got to see him on TV. And... Scott Padgett played and was recruited by Rick Patino, and I just think that's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And he they're on a you know, Mississippi State basketball's in an interesting spot. Not very many teams probably had a five game losing streak followed up by a five game winning streak in the same season. And that's a credit to Chris Jans and Padgett even said the players. The coaching staff. Tolu and it's, and those guys, I think Cam Matthews, maybe the dog in the locker room. Yeah. But they just refused to lay down they could have and they didn't 
Thanks for listening to the show. Mike Dettelier went heavy New Orleans Saints quarterback. He dropped Derek Carr. If you don't get him, you got Baker Mayfield. That could be an issue. Um, Scott Padgett was awesome. Shared stories on Jans and Rick Patino and Jerry Sloan for me. And uh, we're going to have another interview after the show, and then we'll keep rolling. Tomorrow, uh, we'll jump into college baseball with uh, Bianco, the reigning national champion, and Lamona, something to prove. So there you go. Out of Bounds. Check out Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds if you missed anything. Apple Podcasts. Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds.